and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. This episode I'm really excited about. We have a great county employee with us today, Grace Boone. Grace is the director of the county's general services department. Welcome, Grace. Thanks, Renee. So, what is general services, first of all? General services supports a lot of internal customers, but also external customers. And when you say internal, you're meaning? I'm talking police department, fire, county administration, planning. We maintain all the facilities, all of the fleet. We take care of any moving that needs to be done. We also, our biggest uh, customer is Parks and Recreation. Uh, We set up a lot of their events and support all of their tourism, through athletics, uh, maintaining those fields. So that's a a majority. Our external customers are, of course, the county citizens, and we provide stormwater assistance and our solid waste and the Clean County Commission. So really, everything from cars to mowing grass to BMPs, you're in charge. We're in charge. How many folks do you have working under you? Uh, There's approximately 91. Wow, that's a large department. It is, but they work well together and we have each other's back and support each other. And, you know, one day you might be doing a little something in grounds and we may need you in facility. So we we try to be real universal. Now, you have been with the county and general services for quite a while. I've been here for 30 years. 30 years. 30 and a half, actually. Started as a baby. Started as a baby. Uh, I started out in grounds maintenance. Cutting grass, removing snow, moving furniture, we'd paint, um, just a a variety of things. It's not as complex as it is now with with all of the uh, many facilities and athletic fields as we have. Yeah, we were talking before we started recording that turf management or, you know, cutting the grass, that's changed quite a bit over the past 30 years. It has, and... um, when I became director in January and I was, you know, people know that I started in grounds. Someone actually told me that grounds work just isn't what it used to be. And so I appreciated that comment and, and uh, really sat down and thought about the many things that grounds maintenance does, as well as facilities and custodial and fleet. All of them have changed. You know, the backyard mechanic's not the backyard mechanic anymore. True. And you working on an air conditioner is, you know, totally different. Now it's through controls and we're able to do that on our phone. Wow. So we we've come a long way with technology. It's it's obviously the way of the future. You're able to monitor the temperatures in our office. And when we say it's cold, you're able to say no it's not, put on a sweater. That's absolutely right. We, <laughs> you know, every person is different. So mm-hmm. we, we've set a policy and we try to maintain those temps. And, um, you know, there's I, I have the same thing. Some days I'm hot, some days I'm cold. Mm-hmm. So I just have to adjust a sweater or not. Absolutely. You have taught us well. <laughs> <laughs> now, fleet maintenance. What What do you mean by fleet Fleet maintains all of the county's equipment. So we maintain 980-some pieces. Wow. That goes from service authorities, vector trucks to police department vehicles, boats, uh, fire trucks, ambulances, trailers, 
snow plows. So all, all of that wide variety are large mowers, plus they maintain fuel sites, you know, getting fuel keys, anything to do with if there's a, you know, the accident with a vehicle, you know, we manage sending that out and get it through the process to get back as back quickly as possible so we can get, you know, staff up and back in action. I'm sure with things like police cars, I mean, you can't just go to the car lot and pick out a police car. They're ordered under contract. And then once they come in, we have to coordinate getting the old cars out of service, putting all the equipment from that car into the new car and getting it registered and checked in. We recently just purchased our command vehicle for police and fire. Just another different piece, exciting. I I got to tour it the other day, so it's going to be interesting to see. And uh, it's, it's a great thing that we're able to have something like that if we do have some type of situation. Very good. So you said that you also set up for special events, like we have a concert series that's getting ready to start up again at Jamestown Beach Event Park. What's your role in that? Well, from the beginning, we need to know electrically what the needs are. Mm. So our electricians are involved. Our grounds department is involved with, first off, making sure the site is cut, uh, setting up tents, assist in parks and rec and whatever they need. Mm -hmm. So it's concert series at Jamestown. It's triathlons. It's, you know, Easter egg hunts, whatever, whatever event they're having. We are involved in that somehow with some type of setup. Well, and chances are you are involved with that way before any of the guests arrive and you're there way after it ends because you all are the ones that are setting up and taken down. Absolutely. Very good. Well, it is very much appreciated. I know you all do great, great work. Now, you are also responsible whenever there's a new county building. Yes. And that's called capital projects. What does that mean? Capital projects are planned well in advance, whether it's a new project or it's a retrofit or maintenance to an existing facility. Okay. The moment that the Board of Supervisors approves the funding to build a new county building to the minute that the occupancy permit is released. You all are involved every step. Absolutely. So we're developing the budget ahead of time, and that goes into the capital outlay. So even before the Board of Supervisors are involved, you've already done all of that work. Well, we do the homework up front, and then it goes into the budget process and then the board of supervisors approve that budget and usually within the capital outlay we'll have a five-year budget okay so it gives us a opportunity to you know ensure that we have dotted our i's and crossed our t's to ensure that we haven't missed any component because on a large facility that 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 could be significant Mm -hmm. and you know we want to make sure that we're given them the proper information so we're staying within budget because that is one of our goals for capital projects is to be on time and on budget. Sure. Once the budget's approved and we can start design, we're bringing in all the uh, occupants of the facility to get their input, understand how they do business to ensure that we're not missing uh, any component of what they do. It's very important to have them involved from the beginning Mm -hmm. um, as though we have great ideas Um, They know what their work is and how they need to serve their customers. Sure. 
So um, that aspect is very important. So once, once the design starts and, and that's all approved and we put it out to bid and award a contract and a contractor selected and then we start building. So, and that can, that can take, sometimes it's a, you know, a quick turnaround of, well, quick as in a year or <laughs> it could be a three-year process. Wow. So um, there's a lot of components to it. Now, do you typically have one staff person that serves as like a project manager? Yes. Even our in-house staff that are not project managers have a lot of uh, input on a facility because in the end, they're the ones that maintain it. Sure. So, you know, given that information to the project manager and the, the project team, the architect and engineers were heavily involved in that from the get-go. We try to set standards. So we're getting the same types of lighting or things that we're used to maintaining. Mm -hmm. And so it streamlines the process a little more. And, you know, we don't have a big inventory, you know, if we can interchange things from building to building, you know, it's really cost effective. Sure, absolutely. Now, you've mentioned stormwater, and I know that stormwater is a very complicated situation that we have here in the county. And probably what we'll do is we will have you back and maybe somebody on your staff with you to talk a little bit more about stormwater. Grounds maintains about 81 stormwater facilities. So that could be from bioretention facility, wet pond, anything that water really runs through. Grounds maintenance maintains those. So there's certain criteria or items that need to be done on an annual basis to ensure that that facility is working properly. So the idea of stormwater is, you know, to reduce the pollutants that get to the waterways, as well as, you know, we have programs for drainage issues Mm -hmm. uh, that are important. I was actually I'm part of the LHT class this year, and we were LHT, at LHT for... Leadership Historic Triangle. Okay. And so we were at the Naval Weapons Station in our last outing, and I was speaking to, you know, some of the soldiers, and they were talking about just being overseas, and, you know, they'd have to leave their family, and a lot of their families live right here in James City County. Yeah. As a soldier, just knowing that when a soldier is overseas, the husband or the wife could be left here to maintain their house. And so, you know, many of them living in James City County, it's comforting to know that we are here in case there is an issue. A single mom with children and they have flooding in their yard and their husband's not here to take care of it, you know, they can call Stormwater and we can come out and look and and see if we can assist them in any way. There's different types of programs. The Stormwater staff is really always willing to come out even on site to ensure that we're understanding the situation. Stormwater staff is a great group of people and they have a very challenging job. They, sure. they do. They do. I, I think uh, one of the uh, things they do, they do everything great, but really well is their outreach yes. and their education. So they're out educating the homeowners associations or by putting on workshops. Mm-hmm. So the workshops will, you know, tell them how to maintain their stormwater facilities to ensure that they're working properly. You are also responsible for solid waste and recycling. Solid waste and recycling, yes. So we we operate three convenience centers, one at Tuning Road, one in Tuano, and then one at Jolly Pond. You and know, what is a convenience center? Is it like a 7-Eleven? No. <laughs> 
Well, well the convenience centers where you're, uh, where all the citizens drop off or they're able to drop off their recycling, their waste oil, their trash. You know, we even have the household chemical collection day, which is usually out at Warhill Sports Complex. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and the venue can change, but um, that's a great opportunity for people to bring in their old paint or anything they're not sure what to do with. You know, they can call the solid waste office and we can direct them on how to eliminate and dispose of these items. Very good. Now, I understand we recently, in the past year or two, it may have been longer, got bigger bins, which we love at my house, and the things that we can recycle have increased compared to what it was back in the day. And so we will definitely want to have somebody on in the future that can go over some of those things because I'm always like, can I recycle this? Or, you know, so. Well, it, I believe there's a uh, flyer. That, oh. Yeah, there's a, there's a flyer, <laughs> one with pictures. Because <laughs> I have the me. same problem, Renee. But, yeah, yeah, it's like, I think I can recycle. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about energy. Oh, you know, the energy program has come a long way since it started. Um, Dawn Alexi, our environmental coordinator, has really brought this program a long way. We said earlier, talked about earlier, uh, we have set policies for heating and cooling in our facilities. We're always constantly looking at if we're changing out fixtures, such as lighting or HVAC units to ensure they're more energy efficient. Dawn works uh, really hard to track all of our utility bills. Uh, We do that in a program called Energy Cap, which we're able to run reports, look for anomalies. If we find an anomaly, we run a work order report to see if there's some type of repair that took place during that time. So we're always comparing information. So if we see something that doesn't look right in that system, going back and see from the work order side if we can identify that. That it's like a check check and balance to uh, ensure that we're not missing anything. Another driver to save energy is really the county employees. We created an energy team and we have representatives from each department on that team. So they attend regular meetings where we share information and how they can take that information back and explain it to the other county employees to ensure that we're all on the same page. It's important that we, you know, we try to reduce waste and reduce energy and recycle. You know, it's all part of sustainability and and we all really support that sustainability through our facilities, through the plants that we install. There's many components we are able to not just be good stewards of our taxpayer dollars. We're also able to, through your actions, be good stewards for the earth. Absolutely. Very good. And just last week was uh, Earth Day, last Saturday, and the Clean County Commission and many of our staff was out helping clean up the roadways and parks. Litter is, is really an issue in the county. So the Clean County Commission has really gotten behind that more so. That's a very active group of citizens. It is. The Clean County Commission. Yeah. 
Grace, I work here at the County Government Center, and it is a joy to drive into work every day because it is beautiful here in terms of the plantings and the trees, and it's just a very special, beautiful place in the county. It is, Renee, and, you know, we we strive to, to maintain our medians, uh, of course, for every citizen in the county, but also for our visitors. It's important when someone enters James City County to see that it's clean and neat. Um, you know, it takes a lot, a lot to do that mm-hmm. uh, with picking up the trash and uh, mowing. Now, VDOT mows medians as well as we maintain the ones that are planted. Um, so okay. we assist each other. And plus, we also provide funding to VDOT for extra trash pickups throughout the year. Okay. Um, so we're, we try to not only on top of what they do, we also fund additional cleanups to ensure that the medians and our roadways are clean. Now, I have noticed periodically, especially along 199, there are inmates from the Virginia Peninsula Regional Jail out doing work. Do they contract through the county or through the state? They are actually through the county, through Virginia Peninsula Regional Jail. Okay. And so we actually have, we have three days, two days on grounds, and then one day the inmates will help with facilities. So they also are, you know, doing special projects or picking up trash. Well, I think that's a great partnership that we have with them. It is. It is. Very good. Now, say, because it sounds like you do pretty much everything here in the county. So say I'm at home and I notice that my street light is out or my street sign has been knocked down. Do I give you a call and just say, oh, well, Grace will handle it? Well, it, it's close to Grace, but it, it would be <laughs> the, uh, the main general services number for street signs. Okay. Okay. So street signs, you would call the 259-4080 and staff would, would take down that information. We'll come out and look if the sign is there, we'll reinstall. But if it's not there, we need to order a sign for you. So okay. um, that may take a few weeks to get that sign in and then reinstalled. If you have a street light out, Dominion actually maintains those street lights. Oh. There's a identification number on the pole itself. Oh. So you can either call directly to Dominion or you can call the General Services 259-4080 main office and, and we can call that in for you. But they also, you can also put that in online. Oh, wow. At dom.com. Very good. Okay. Speaking of online, and I meant to bring this up earlier when we were talking about capital projects, don't you maintain a great place on your website where people can see where we are on capital projects? Yes, we try to uh, update that as much as possible. If a project is active, we're doing that on a monthly basis. So you can go see there should be photos out there. Um, And then once it's complete, it's still on there and you can go back and look at the ribbon cuttings and and so it's nice to see the different stages of construction that's going on at the time. That's great. All right, well, before I let you go, I have a few questions I want to ask that really have nothing to do with anything that we've talked about so far. So, are you game? I'm I'm game. Okay. First, pretty easy. What's your favorite hobby? Actually, I have a a couple but I would say the my main hobby is summertime and 
we're camping twice a month. Nice. So I have we have a fairly large group that uh, travels together. We each have uh, campers, and we'll go from North Carolina to up near Charlottesville, and so and my parents camp with us too, and they have their own camper. So it's nice Very to nice. be able to spend that time and just relax and unwind, and and you know invite the kids maybe for a night or so. <laughs> Do you have kids? You I have one. One son who's okay. 24. He's actually just started in the sheriff's department for the city of Newport News. So great kid. He's a, he's a joy, really. Very good. What TV show are you into right now? Honestly, Renee, I don't watch a lot of TV, but <sighs> I will watch. <laughs> I, I If the TV's on, it's usually... HGTV. Okay. How ironic. Uh, you know, I love to see how people are doing different things. So uh, it does create a honeydew list for uh, my husband, which, you know, I'm sure he, he'd like to turn the channel to something else. <laughs> Very good. What is your favorite ride at Bush Gardens? Well, I love all roller coasters, but I do enjoy Alpengeist. So I try to hit that when I'm at the park. Um, haven't been to the park this year but i'm looking forward to riding invader all I'm, right I'm pretty excited about that i've heard good things good good yes. you are hosting out of town company at your house this week what is the one thing you want to make sure that they experience in james city county before they head home gosh there are so many great things here um you know obviously hitting bush gardens is number one depending on uh you know, if they have children or not, or, or they're big at heart themselves. So uh, Bush would probably be number one. And, you know, a lot of people forget about um, Kidsburg if they have younger children. And and so I always try to promote Kidsburg because it's a it's a great place. Very good. Or, yeah, it's um, I'm really actually proud of what we have here. And so I, I don't know if people realize... Um, how beautiful it is and not I live in Newport News and not that Newport News isn't beautiful but um I you know we take a lot of pride in in what we what we build and maintain every day and so and and the line of work that we're in we get to do that and and these facilities and structures will be here for a long time to come so it's it's nice to be able to ride around and and take pride in that. Well, and you should, because we are very, very fortunate to have you and your staff working with us here at the county. Well, I thank you, Renee. I couldn't do it without them, though. They're they're a great bunch, I'll tell you. They are a great group of people. Well, Grace, that about wraps this up. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will definitely have you back soon. Thank you, Renee. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. We are available on the county's website. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, pretty much anywhere you can find your podcasts. So be sure to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Thank you, and we'll talk to you next week.